Welcome to the Wed Pro Podcast, the show for wedding professionals and business owners. Each month, we bring you top industry experts, business chat, and hints and tips to grow your business. I'm Katie. And I'm Roxy. Welcome to the Wed Pro Podcast. Hi, hi. So for those that don't know us, um, I'm Katie and this is Roxy. Hi. And we help wedding businesses build better, more profitable businesses. And today on episode one of season three of our podcast, we're going to be talking about marketing um, and making sure everything in your business is ready for upcoming engagement season. Um, not only your marketing, but, but also in your business as well. So it's it's worth kind of saying, isn't it, that forty percent of all engagements happen between kind of November to Feb fourteenth, with the bulk of those happening um, between Christmas and Valentine's Day. Um, and actually, according to Wenwai, I don't know if you knew this, Roxy, but actually. Um, Christmas Day is the most popular day to get engaged. I would have thought it was Valentine's Day. I don't know about yeah. you. Yeah, I don't know. Um, still, these next few months are going to be big, so we need to make sure that you guys, well, we all need to make sure that we are utilising this to the max, don't we, really? Like, it's a massive 100%. 100%. 100%. So Christmas Day is the most popular day to get, mar- uh, to get engaged, I'm sorry, followed closely by Valentine's. And then, obviously, there's all other sorts of special days coming up, such as, you know, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day... Um, so that means in your business, exactly what Roxy was saying, a whole new cohort of new engaged people researching for their wedding and thinking about what their day is going to be like. And actually half of all couples, um, who have got engaged, start planning their wedding within a month of their engagement. I was just going to say that excitement's there for them. Like me, when I got engaged, um, I was like, right we need to find a venue, this, 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 and this. So, like, right at, at the beginning is when that excitement is fresh and new and we really have really got to harness that, haven't we? Yeah, and that's when people are going to be sat, coming across your businesses for the first time and researching as well. Um, interestingly, um, 56% of couples only consider booking um, a supplier that they can find on social media. So there's, that's something quite interesting, isn't it? That if you're not kind of showing up on social media or you're not on social media at all, that's just something to kind of consider. And remember that most of the planning now predominantly happens from people's phones as well. Um, and, and kind of your social media isn't just a way for couples to find you um, and for you to be bringing those couples into your business. It's also a way that people are vetting you as um, a business and seeing whether you as a supplier are right for their wedding and whether they can trust you with booking their wedding and for you to carry out that vision in your wedding as well. Yeah. It's really um, important to say at this time, as we're talking about clients, things like that, before you begin any marketing i would recommend and we always say this is um get to grips with the ideal client and we must say this so often but this is so true in order to you know to make your uh, make your marketing be as effective as it can be you need to make sure that you're niching down on your ideal client it's not enough just to say 
I'm a photographer, my ideal client is brides and grooms. Not good enough. You need to really... Yeah, really yeah, and this is actually... Um, yeah, one one hundred percent, and um, we'll cover our client in a little bit more detail. But it, exactly what you were saying in terms of um, knowing that our client beyond demographics, the demographics such as you know, my my ideal client is getting um, is between twenty five and forty five, and they're getting married. It's not enough, uh, and we'll go into a little bit more depth as well. Um, but but it's now, and this is what we're covering in this podcast today. Now's the time to making sure that your marketing is on point, um, so you can attract the clients that you want to work with um, over like the next twelve to eighteen months. And actually, interestingly, because of the pandemic, a lot of the marketing that we'll be doing now, you may find in your business already that you are already booked up for next year. So you've already booked up for twenty twenty two with brides and grooms and couples that have postponed their wedding. So actually, the marketing that you're going to be doing now is going to be um, bringing in the money into your business for the next sort of two years in your business. So the engagement season is a huge opportunity for your business. And the way that you're going to utilize it as a business owner is going to determine your income and how busy your calendar is going to be um, really for the next kind of two years. So it really is the time to knuckle down on your marketing and get a plan together um, to kind of go forward into wedding season so it's interesting that you kind of mentioned ideal client Roxy and if we kind of go into a little bit more detail about um ideal client and kind of getting a plan ready for engagement season one of those things 100% is ideal client um so we touched there it's, it's about knowing who you serve in your business and that it's it is somebody that you want to know in a little bit more detail than hey I'm a photographer that's the example that you gave hey I'm a photographer you know my ideal client is a couple getting married that wants fantastic photos for the day because that's that's a given right like all your ideal clients are going to be couples getting married lovely fantastic that's that's something that you already know but you really need to kind of break down you know um each and every part of your ideal client in order for you to be able to attract your ideal client there's no point having an ideal client if you're not going to be attracting them by using um you know that uh value that is important to them and uh, you know the company yeah, that's to them and that resonates with them so we've got some questions that I want you to kind of think about in terms of ideal client and then in terms of your whole marketing plan as well and these are things that you don't necessarily have to put together into a plan but if you do want to put them into a plan um we've, we've got some resources that we can help you with that so that you can just have something that's a little bit more in front of you um so do you understand your ideal client beyond their demographic? So the demographic, like we said, for example, age 25 to 45, somebody getting married. But do you know what they care about, what they're passionate about? Do you know um, what they value as people? Um, and this question is going to be really fundamental to how you plan your marketing content going forward. You know, what kind of language you're going to use? What kind of platforms you're going to be on? What kind of platforms you're not going to bother being on? You know, how often you blog, what sort of language you use in your blog as well. Um, And then marketing to different people will always involve different language, different strategy, maybe even different platforms that you kind of want to be on. So, yeah, that's that's 100% um, really important to kind of get to grips with your ideal client. What what I would do is I'll put the... um some links to a few bits and bobs for ideal client into the show notes for you and for to, you know, take a look. Yeah, 100%. Another thing, just to take it back a little step, in terms of how you're going to get yourself ready for engagement season going forward, I'd say the kind of first point there is um, to kind of make make a plan. Um, 
and we'll chat to you about some kind of questions like we said do you know your ideal client and there's a couple more questions that you can kind of think of and put them together but whenever we make a plan and we have uh, me and Roxy sit down and think about the next few months in our business or how we want that to look one of the things that we do and we especially do this at kind of the end of the year is we look back over our business in the last kind of 12 months or six months and we really think about what's worked in our business and what hasn't worked in our business and um these these are things that you really need to get to grips of you know we're massive fans of you know only doing what works and cutting out what doesn't work because you know who wants to waste their time so these are these are only things that you can kind of really know from experience so kind of look back over the the past sort of 12 months in your business or the last time you were kind of marketing and engagement season were there were there anything in your marketing that really stood out was there a particular platform that you know, lots of couples found you on, was there, um, did blogging really work for your business? And just have a think about that. Um, what, what think about, about whether, this, sorry, this one is, no, go on. if you, if you don't already kind of track your stats and things like that, it's absolutely fine, but now's the time to start for future kind of marketing plans that you're going to put together. Um, but you can just go back into your insights on your, you know, your social media platforms, they've all got insights in there. Go and check out your blog, see which ones are getting the most reads. Um, you know, go and look at every part of your business which touches your client um, and take a look what was working well. Why Why did it work well? Um, and yeah, definitely re- repurpose those things as well and kind of reuse those elements to make it work again yeah 100% and I think I think a lot of this will be done on um gut feel as well so a lot of it you will you will know and understand from your gut that something worked particularly well and that blew up and got a lot of responses whether that was you know an ad that you ran or whether it was a particular wedding fair that you went to and then you saw a lot of bookings but um in order to plan forward and to plan for the future it is always a good idea just to look back at some of the stuff that you've already done and what's worked in the past for you and, and knuckle down on that. Um, when you don't have a plan, um, it's proven that you usually get, well, not usually, mostly get um, considerably worse results than when you do. So having um, a clear plan. Um, another kind of question to think about is whether you have a clear goal. So for engagement season, let's say, do you have a clear goal in your mind about the number of bookings that you want to attract? Um, the number of weddings that you want to do, you know, going forward, um, or a revenue amount that you want to kind of hit. Um, and that's then going to determine kind of efforts in other areas, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, because if, if you haven't got a goal, then you've got nothing to work towards. And it's always nice, and especially yeah, and it, I like. The motivation as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, there's nothing better than smashing your goal every time and we set goals within our business it it drives me to make sure we get there and it just it just re- really really helps with that um, motivation as well if you're not setting goals um and and you're not kind of looking back at what worked well and what didn't work well you're gonna spread yourself too thin all over the place a little bit over there a little bit like dabbling in that bit over there and it's just it's not very, it's not measurable at all, is it? It's not. No, and I, d- I don't know if you've ever, if you've ever had a day go by at work or a week go by at work and think, oh, actually, what have, what have I achieved there? Or what have I actually, you know, I've been really busy and all of us can get busy working in our business. And, you know, um, some of the things I've been doing this week um, are, are stuff that is going to like 
work for the bigger picture so I've been making some changes on our website but that won't necessarily bring in revenue today and it won't necessarily bring in things that I can see today um but having those goals also helps you break down tasks so you know this is this is my overall goal I want to you know book 45 weddings next year let's say um what do I then need to do to achieve that on a monthly basis on a weekly basis and if you if you just kind of want to think um and you and you think that 12 months is too far ahead just look at it as this engagement period so this period from kind of November up to February the next kind of four months in your business that, that you do need to start thinking about these things now so that you're ready for when those clients are finding you and just sort of think about um, the goals that you want to set for this engagement period as well and that's not too far in the future to be smashing those goals is it Roxy and then to get motivated by that as well that you know really envision envision sorry envision in your mind how that is going to feel when you hit that target when you hit that revenue amount that you've said when I you personally just, do a little dance like a little happy dance we did this when we and Roxy had the bridal shop for those of you that um know our story and know our background we used to have a bridal shop didn't we and every time we kind of made a sale we'd come down the stairs because most of our change rooms were upstairs and we'd kind of like have a little dance um a little I've made a sale dance that the rest feeling of the when I used to come down the stairs like oh my god I can't wait to tell the girls like it was ex- the same excitement every single time and that's what we're all here for you know to help couples like we're all doing this for our own kind of reasons whatever that is when you smash them goals oh my god yeah and you know you don't need it to be something that is written and for those of you that are quite creative this is something actually that I do need to redo maybe we'll we'll end up having to do a podcast on goal setting Roxy I think that would be quite helpful but when we did vision boards so we did vision boards in 2019 2020 didn't we where we um made vision boards and we asked our members to kind of make them with us and then I set mine as my phone background yeah me too 100% I've hit everything on there apart from the get healthy one that's the only one I haven't like but to be to be honest it's not like I'm majorly unhealthy anyway just and and to be honest I did I have cut out meat haven't I a little bit so I have got healthier than I probably than I probably was but so yeah I'm saying I've smashed everything on on my vision board without and, and actually it's quite funny that so if you're a kind of creative person and you want to kind of make a vision board or stick ideas down, cut out bits from magazines, make something on Canva. I was going to say know. Canva. We always drop, a, drop the C word in there, don't we? <laughs> yeah, the Canva word, 100%. But yeah, um, that's that's how we made ours, weren't we? And, and we put ours as our background on our phone. So it was something that we looked at multiple times a day without really even thinking about it and how funny actually and most of the, I'm going to say all of the goals I have set in this way I have hit I don't know about you Roxy but all of the goals that I have set I have hit in this way I have yeah as well again apart from um I think it was like lose two stones or something ridiculous <laughs> just which, is, which you don't need to do <laughs> let's just say you don't need to do but you did you hired personal training you got fit in lockdown you know this, this is true yes good point so yeah but yeah keep an eye out for that one guys because that's something that we will definitely do in the future because it's so helpful for everybody um, okay so another thing for you to really get to grips with is do you know what problem you solve and are you communicating that anywhere 
I think for this kind of thing that we're talking about now, I think, I don't know, for quite a lot of, uh, and I hope that you guys can relate with this, is that um, maybe that can be, be a little bit of a confusing question, like, what problem do we solve? Like, mm, do we solve a problem? But everybody solves a problem for their clients. You've just got to work out what it is. Uh, don't let any of this kind of be daunting to you as well. We Anything we tell you today is not going to be anything, you know, that's going to confusing to you we're going to break it down step by step but uh, working out what problem you do solve is like one of the fundamentals it's, it's critical and if i could kind of give you an example um the important thing here is to actually know that the problem you solve is what your clients want you to solve so you haven't assumed that as well um so if i give you an example so if the problem you think you solve so let's say you're a wedding planner and you're you solve the problem that your ideal client is really stressed, they're really time strapped and you know, you're gonna plan their wedding for them and take all that stress and time, um, give them lots of time back. And that's an amazing thing that you do. Um, but are you assuming that um, that's what you do? Or do you, do you know for a fact because your clients and ex-clients and the market research that you've done in your business, is that a fact that you know that the brides you want to work with appreciate that part um because if you assume something in your marketing you can fall into the trap of marketing something to your ideal client that they actually don't care about um so go back and talk to your best clients you know um and just ask them the question um sometimes you could be making an assumption on what's important when actually it's not something that your ideal client um has considered so for example in that in in that instance that i gave you it could actually be that um, the couples that you work with want a unique wedding or they want, they appreciate the creativity that you bring to the table, the experience that you've got um, instead. And that actually is what matters to them. They don't want a cookie-cutter wedding that looks exactly the same as their brother's wedding and their cousin's wedding and the wedding that they went to last year. And they want fresh ideas. So they're actually, it's not so much about the stress and the time, um, that, that matters to them it's more that they want a unique look on their wedding um and bring unique ideas to the planning process so on this point actually i've been um recently we have a brand new subscription subscription service which you will tell you which we will tell you about a little bit later on but i've been um business profiling you know taking a look at all the businesses that that we've um kind of got in there um, and i've been going over people's websites to look at you know what um kind of what ideal clients they are marketing to and I've been really really pleasantly surprised the amount of businesses that are um kind of using copy that really talks to their ideal clients you know and their pain points on their website um so if that's something that you think you might need to go and have a look over it it's really important to make sure that you know all of this is in line with talking to your ideal client 100%. Just make, make sure that you're proposing a solution to the problem that your client actually has. Um, what pain points have they got? Because why would someone book you if you're proposing a solution to, some, to a problem that they don't even have? So yeah, 100%. Think about those pain points like you were saying and um, make sure that you're addressing that in your copy. Um, something else that's really worth doing, um, not, not just actually, this is something that people tend to do in, very early on in their business and, and then never kind of look at it again but have you analyzed what your competitors are doing and who your competitors are targeting so that you can stand out from them 
So have a little look, go and have a look at your competitors. You, you might find actually that your competitors aren't even your competitors because you talk to two different types of ideal client, but it's really great to have a look at what your competitors are doing so that you're able to um, find something unique, find a unique way of marketing your business. Um, have a look as well at where they're marketing. So this opens up opportunities then as well. So look at how they're marketing and where they're marketing and look for gaps. So perhaps they don't have a blog and there's an opportunity there for you to have a blog and for you to be kind of dominating that space and I'm really seeing a lot of business growth in that field. Or maybe they're not on Pinterest and that's somewhere that you can, you can be on and you can be kind of getting clients from that. Um, and, and as a result of kind of looking at what your competitors are doing, you, may, you might decide that you can fill those gaps and um, go and kind of dominate in the fields that they're not even marketing in. Don't get, also don't get too hung up. It's like a fine balance. Like go and look, look at what they're doing, but don't get too hung up on what they're doing as well, because that can kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not there for you to compare. It's there for you to kind of say, right, okay. So let's say they, the examples I get, you know, they're all over Facebook, but they're not doing anything on Pinterest. Could you be on Pinterest and be picking up couples? And there are so many couples, like 80% of couples use Pinterest. And you could be going over there and dominating that space and really picking up on those people that are left on the table, really. Um, something that we really love, um, have you set yourself up as the go-to person in your niche? Um, so do you have a clear idea of the person you serve um, and do you have that kind of in a sentence in your mind? So it's really interesting what you were saying, Roxy, there about the websites that you were looking over. Um, has it been clear within the kind of first instance, you know, first page that you hit, that this is what this website, um, you know, this is the person that they're marketing to. This is really speaking to me as a client, as a bride. Um, and what were your thoughts on that, Roxy? Were people really hitting that or is that something that people can generally kind of improve on? There were some there were some that I thought, oh I'm not quite clear kind of what direction what you do here. But the majority were using, you know, um words that I'd imagine that they have um you know done in an ideal client profile because what I was seeing was like very um specific words for that business, which was quite nice, like unique, maybe some some people wanted um uh like extravagant, some people wanted relaxed like it, it was all in there but these kinds of words are all gonna again back to the ideal client probably gonna get bored of us saying that are all gonna come from that ideal client um profile that you're gonna have to do and it's something as well that ideal client profile is something that you're gonna have to keep repeating as well and some people have more than one don't they 100 percent. and i've got a really good tip for that actually remind me to come back to that in a minute yeah, okay. um so it, it does need to be insanely obvious to somebody um, that finds you either on your website, on your Facebook, on your Instagram. And this is something that's quite often just talked about in terms of website. But actually, it's also the audiences that are finding you in other avenues, such as, you know, Instagram or finding you on social media or finding, you know, um, uh, your listing that's kind of on Hitched or wherever it is. It needs to be insanely obvious what you do and who you serve immediately to the people that come. So it needs to be front and center yeah. across all of those platforms as well. So just make a little list as to where you show up, where can people find you online? Just make sure as well. And, and definitely as your ideal client evolves, you might have started your business, you know, serving 
clients at a particular price point. And then as you've kind of evolved your business, you might, you know, have raised your prices, raised your ideal client. Um, and, and that potentially needs you to kind of go and have a look to just make sure that everything is, is matched and on point. Um, like your business strap line. 100% and you need to have a clear idea of who you serve in a sentence so for example maybe you're the go-to wedding stationer for creative couples uh, wanting to completely design their own stationery but don't have the means to do that and you are the person that's going to dominate in that niche and the people that are going to uh, want stationery that you know maybe they're really creative people really creative couples that want you know all their ideas incorporated in stationery but don't have the time or don't have the resources or don't have the equipment to do that, you're going to be the person that completely dominates that niche. And this is going to be built into so much of your marketing as well, because that's then going to help you address those pain points that we talked about and be able to make sure that you're solving that problem. So, you know, the problem for this, for this couple is that, you know, they're really creative or perhaps they hold down full-time jobs and they don't particularly have the time to, to produce their wedding stationery. Um, they might have talked to other wedding stationers that don't you know allow that creative process or they've got specific set designs that people can have and they just want to get their ideas out of their head and onto paper and you need to be that um you know that person that says this is what I do it's immediately obvious um that that I'm the um wedding supplier that you want to work with because the thing is here people want to do is be searching and hunting to try, like, to try and make that connection it's got to be instant in the face like this is what I do thank you very much 100% and the thing is as well um and I know that people listening will be able to relate to this is that uh, to a lot of couples our businesses can seem quite samey samey um so you need to like communicate really clearly how you differentiate yourself to the uh, other people because like we always say if people can't find ways to differentiate your, you from another person they will always choose the cheapest and I don't know if you, you do this in your day-to-day life with what you do if you know in your own research when you're looking for things if you can't find you know comparables or ways to differentiate suppliers mm-hmm. people are only going to they're just going to book the cheapest and we don't want to be in that no. um in that kind of price war situation we don't want that for you you know so these are the things that you kind of need, need to be nailing down so yeah 100 percent. let's just come back to that point again is your marketing aligned across all your channels and because i mentioned the ideal client thing so quite often with ideal client what people kind of tend to do is um either you know bullet point it out or mind map it out um, as to kind of things that their ideal client is, their demographics, where they work, etc. Something that I think works particularly well for the wedding industry is to do like a mood board of your ideal client and what their wedding looks like, because that then really visualizes it. And you can put, put little words in there as well, what their whole wedding looks like, you know, what they kind of watch on the television, what their kind of jobs are, what their budget um, for their wedding is, for example, you know, whether they're professionals and their work, whether one of the businesses that um, we're working with um, inside of our content club, um, actually, when I saw um, their description of their ideal client, they, they said their focus is on um, business owners planning their wedding. And I thought, oh, wow, like what a niche to kind of, um tail down to so that that obviously is going to be on their ideal client board and their vision board but this is something that you can do as well instead of it having something that's quite flat 
on a piece of paper that might not mean a lot to you it's more of a business exercise yeah. um I think doing something and building something in kind of Canva or you know um other kind of graphic design software that you kind of already use in your business just kind of pulls that to life a little bit more and then you can print that off and stick it on your notice board so that you're kind of looking at that um client all of the time so that when you come to write your copy or you come to write posts for social media or you come to write emails you know that that ideal client is up there on your notice board staring you in the face can't can't go wrong not going to forget at all what you could also um, do is you could have like um an ideal client cheat sheet so you've got like your main you know thing but so you're hitting that copy like smashing it and everything's aligning have, have a little cheat sheet maybe write it in the front of your notebook all the important things that i need to remember or need to keep referring back to i always write it on like the hard page of my notebook so it's there all of the time so if i don't know you've you've not got your main your main <laughs> client profile knocking around you can be like oh okay these these are the words that are important you know these are the feels that i've got to get across and then, and then it's always there you're always going to nail it every time and the more you do these kind of exercises let me tell you the easier they do become it might feel quite alien doing it to, to begin with and it might take a couple of games which is absolutely fine what we don't want you to do and what to happen is that you, you're not enjoying it. It's like Katie said, it doesn't have to just be, oh, let's write it on some paper. You can get creative with it. Um, do it over a couple of evenings if, if that's what you need to do, um, just so you get it on point. Yeah. And then um, this is th this next question I'm going to ask you to think about as well, really help with the ideal client thing. So um, do you know where your clients are finding you currently? um do you have a process in your business do you ask your clients and are you measuring that as well so are you kind of writing that down or you're making a mental log of it because um it you know we want to do more of what works don't we so you know if you're investing a lot of time maybe in um ads and they're not particularly converting um if if people found you at certain wedding fairs they're the ones that you're going to want to be investing your money in again if people are predominantly finding you on Instagram and not really on Facebook. These are the places that it's going to tell you as a business owner where to, you know, prioritize your time and prioritize your resources and money over the next few months in your business. And here's a good one that I'll link back to. Go on. Sorry. Listen, you don't want to be wasting, well, not wasting your time, but putting your time into something and you're not getting like the best out of it. So it's so important to look back and, um, you know, ask, where they're finding you from so then you know where to go in the future 100 um and this is this is one that's going to really link back to that ideal client and really help you to mold that ideal client that we said um do you know where your clients the ones that you're currently working with and your past clients booked you go and ask them they'll be more than happy to tell you this is why i booked you i found you really friendly i found you easy to talk to i found you know your website really easy to navigate i loved that you brought this unique angle on our wedding um, and these are the things and the words that they use and the things that you say to you that you can then use when you're attracting your next set of clients to work with in your business. Um, so yeah, 100%, if you don't have um, a means at the minute to kind of be, be checking in on your past and current clients and asking them how they found you, why did they book you, you know, definitely implement that into your business. 
Um, actually is great about the wedding industry as well is like we you do have that chance to kind of um you know brides get married and they move on and then you get a new set of clients so it's really like go and find out and then for future couples just keep on tweaking it's it's kind of a process um but when you get it right oh my god like you'll be doing the yeah. i always do <laughs> so something else to consider when we're going into kind of engagement season over the next few months is have you decided what marketing channels that you're going to concentrate on for this season so whether you're going to um have a wedding fair whether you're going to run an advertisement on a local wedding blog or a local kind of directory whether you're going to focus on networking seo instagram um where are you going to concentrate your marketing efforts in the next few months and have a think about that as well um and then you want to look at anywhere that your business is going to be found and just make sure that your images are up to date that your copy is up to date that um you you are posting so that somebody's not going to come over and find you on instagram and find found and this is especially important in this um after the pandemic that they're not going to find that you haven't posted for six months because it's going to look like you're not in business anymore that's just how it's going to look um what we would kind of say is choose three that you're going to kind of uh hone down in and focus in your marketing efforts over the next few months and maybe if you feel like you're comfortable on three and this isn't three where you need to think up new content for all of them we'll do a podcast purely on repurposing content but there's loads of um blogs that we've written in the past haven't we Roxy? you can find on our website all about how you can repurpose content i'll put the link um, in the show notes for the blogs as well yeah so that um this isn't three that you're gonna to have to think oh my god i've got to i've got to think of three sets of content how am i going to do that i'm a busy person i'm still doing weddings from last year we haven't even had a break it's it there are really easy tips and tricks where you can take one piece of content and repurpose that three four five times and yeah. you know take that into all of your kind of marketing channels but maybe that you you feel like you're kind of comfortable on three you know you've got the wedding fairs that you down to a T. you've got a plan going on there with what you want to achieve at those wedding fairs you're comfortable on instagram you're doing great things on uh pinterest maybe um at, at this point in your business you might decide whether you're gonna try out something extra so you're going to try out some ads or you're going to try out a new wedding fair and just see where that takes you and whether that's you know good for you and your business um just quickly sorry just going back to um you know checking images on your website it's in line with your socials and your pinterest etc this is something that um i came across again when i was doing the um looking over people's websites the other day is check that your links work please the amount of links that I clicked on that took me to this page cannot be found. Like, this is not good enough. <laughs> Again. No, because, yeah, people were just, people, you know, our patience is getting, you know. Oh, it is. Um, I'm finding that with really no shores. I'm like, oh, that's not working right next. Mm-mm. Yeah, and, you know, the, you know we're in a highly competitive market there'll be somebody else out there that's got all these things right and we don't want that for you we want you to be getting these basics right so that you know and and what kind of message does that send about your business or about your brand and you know your attention to detail when that yeah when that person is then going to give you money to perform a task at their wedding so um a question to kind of ask yourself as well is what hasn't worked as well um, as you would have hoped over the last kind of few months. Um, and taking stock of that and really thinking about that is going to then make marketing decisions in the future a lot easier. 
So then something to kind of consider when we're looking at, you know, what marketing channels that you want to be on is um, that opens up kind of a whole new set of questions like um, how often am I, am I going to post? What social channels am I going to post on? What sort of content am I going to uh, content am I going to design and post? How often am I going to make that content? How often am I going to post? If it's SEO that you're going to be concentrating on the next few months, you know, how often are you going to blog? Um, how often are you going to research those keywords and kind of um, change those keywords on your website? Um, and, and that's something for you to kind of think about over the next, uh, in line with these questions in terms of, you know, where you're going to focus your efforts and focus your time as well so that you're not kind of stretched too thin. So I've got a little tiny top tip. Um, uh, I'm hoping that lots of you have already got this, but if you haven't, go and check out Google My Business. It's uh, a free thing that you can set up with Google that when when couples are searching on Google, the Google My Business um, places will, will pop up first. And you also get like your first few lines of your website on there. And you can also put like a little blurb on there again. So, you know, that, that strap line we was on about earlier, it's really gonna um, entice your ideal clients to click on it. That's a great place that you can uh, set that up for free. And if you've got a premises, you can put it on the map. It's really, really worth going to check out. And that's something as well. So just just as you mentioned that kind of location thing, this is just um, a tip uh, that I was chatting to one of our clients yesterday, our social media clients yesterday about, is that, you know, geotagging your posts over on Instagram as well. So that's something that's so easy to do, to just say, you know, this is where I'm based. And Reels, we're going to get location tagging on Reels really soon as well. So if you're not um, tagging your location, it's just so easy to do. Uh, you can do it in your post and it just means that you're going to pop up in in the places where your ideal clients are hanging already and the places that they're already looking for their venues so this is something if you work if you if you um are trying to attract um couples that are looking at particular venues in your area you don't need to l- tag your location as to where you're physically sat you can tag um the venue in your location of your post so that the the brides that are then checking in at those venues or looking around those venues and looking at the content of those venues, you know, your your social media marketing will pop up as well. So that's just a really good tip there. Um, so something um, to kind of bring it all together is, is do you kind of feel scattered in your marketing or do you feel like you've got a clear plan of where you kind of want to go and the tasks and the projects then that you need to complete to get bookings over the next few months um, in, in your business? And what we um, what we kind of find is that most marketing professionals don't have a plan or a strategy, um, and and in particular they don't have one at engagement season. And this is because they don't know how to create one. So in those questions that we kind of um, have outlined, and the, and there's one more that I'm going to chat to you about in a minute. Um, have you decided what you're going to track and what you're going to measure over the next three months? So. This is really important because then this, when you come kind of next year to look at what's worked and what hasn't worked, these are what's going to give you um, the insight and the knowledge to be able to make informed choices rather than fly by the seat of my pants, marketing decisions where you're kind of chucking a load of spaghetti on the wall and hoping something sticks and you're going to you're gonna get a book in there. So have you decided? That's a stressful way to do it. And we, you, we no one needs that, do they? We're busy. You've got loads of weddings to go on. So the more strategically planned this is the smoother it's going to run and then it makes it helps you make decisions year on year in your business as well so what are you going to track and measure so are you going to track 
for example, clicks to your website from Instagram? Are you going to track um, clicks to your website from all of the marketing channels that you're on and, and then be able to see over a pattern in time, you know, where are the clicks coming from? Where do you need to focus your efforts? Are you going to track the number of hits to your website? Are you going to track the number of reads to your blog? How many meetings you have with clients? Um, how you're ranking for particular keywords if you're going to focus on SEO over the next few months. And that's going to really measure your success and whether what you're doing is working or whether anything kind of needs tweaking in order to be able to hit those goals that you that you thought about in, in one of our previous questions. Um, in order to really have like a successful business and to make things easy for yourself and less stressful, like Roxy was saying, um, kind of a plan of some sorts we're not having to say look you know get your diary out get your 400 page notebook out and fill every single page with you know this is what I'm going to do um but having an idea and answering these questions and bearing these questions in mind is really going to help you move forward in your business and and be able to measure your marketing efforts properly um rather than just doing kind of all of the things with no clear direction of where you're going or what you want to achieve like how are you going to know you've achieved something if you don't know what you want to achieve in the first place all of the gear and no idea this is my new saying <laughs> all of the gear and no idea, right? no idea. <laughs> now it's really important because then you know you know those those times in your business where you are a little bit quieter um you know thinking into the future here i am you can you can quickly put together like a marketing um plan if if you need to rather than just kind of doing it a bit like trying to like you were just saying throw spaghetti at a wall and see see what sticks because no 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 100 and then it's gonna you know in the in those times you think oh my god like what can i do to pull in going and looking at what has worked in the past you know you, you've got something there you've got a framework there that has worked in the past already um so inside of, uh, um, we're going to pop a link for a free seven-day trial underneath uh, for those of you that haven't um, checked out our resources inside of our Wedding Business Academy. We have got um, all, all of the tools for you to be able to make this plan. And like we said, most wedding professionals don't have a marketing plan or strategy in particular that they kind of follow because they don't really know how to put one into place. So we've kind of um, taken these key areas, of ideal client, marketing strategy, um, even strategy, Stuff, such as you know workflow so once you've got people inquiring your business how you then push them through your workflow and convert them into a paid for client and measuring those um kpis so measuring those um things that you're going to want to measure in your business such as maybe audience tracker etc all of this and all of the tools that you need to be able to um make a really good strong marketing plan for any point in your business not just the engagement season Plus, we've got a marketing planner inside there as well, haven't we, Roxy? Yeah, yeah. we have um, all of the ideas. So, like, don't all of the ideas, ideas. <laughs> and you can have it too as well. Um, so that you're able to kind of create a marketing plan, go into engagement season, kind of strong, standing out from your competitors. Um, and now's the time to be really taking action on all of those things because people are going to be checking you out really, really soon. Um, and so now's kind of the time to making sure that your marketing is up to scratch, that the, you know, the words are all aligned, that the links click where they're meant to click. Um, and like we said earlier on as well, that you're actually going to find due to the pandemic and already being, maybe you're already kind of booked up for 2022, or if you're not booked up for 2022, a lot of suppliers have to come together for to make a wedding work. So somebody else might be, which then means that your couple is considering a date further in the future. So the kind of things that you're going to be doing now are going to be 
um, reflecting what your income is going to be for kind of the next two years. And actually, so, doesn't so, that give you a nice bit of security, that nice feeling of, okay, like, we've got, like, that covered. And then it's kind of, a, like, gives you a stepping stone, um, not just for the next two years, but continuing that on as well, because it's going to be like, you're not playing catch-up, you're actually in front of it here. A hundred percent. And and that's, that's where the panic and the overwhelm can really come yes. in, can't they? When you feel like, oh my word, what am I doing? I've got no idea. I'm, you know, I need to think of another analogy apart from chucking spaghetti at a wall. <laughs> but like where you're just thinking, I'm just going to pose there. I'm going to do a bit over here. I'm going to do a bit over there and not, not really have a clear idea where, you, where you're going forward or types of language that you need to use or, you know, marketing that's worked in the past, marketing that hasn't worked in the past, whether you're, um solving a problem that somebody actually doesn't really need in your business um so yeah hopefully we've kind of given you um quite a few ideas there of how to kind of position yourself over the next couple of months and what you need to be getting ready um head over to the wedding business academy and get um your hands on all of that stuff and your free trial um so that you're able to kind of yeah, so that you're kind of able to um, start putting all of that together for you and your business. If you need any help with us, we're more than happy to kind of take a look through um, things as well. Aren't we, Roxy? We'll pop the details down below um, if anyone's struggling on socials. So if you feel like your socials aren't really aligned with where you're going in the future and you just want to make sure that that's speaking to your right client, we'll pop the link in there so that you can um, book in with a chat with us and we'll take a little look over your socials as well. What what we tend to do as well is we look over your website as well, don't we, Roxy? So we kind of like... like those open, kind of things, that and that. Open up your marketing, yeah. open up your website, open up your socials. But yeah, really great to chat to you. Lovely first episode back. I feel really motivated to kind of go and crack on with some good work now. Um, thanks for listening and we'll see you soon, guys. We'll see you soon. Take care, guys. Take care, bye.